Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 East Time, East Coast Time. With that being said, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an app called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast services through by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. And the calls will pop up. They're archived back 11 years. If you're listening to this on its podcast and you want to join us live, dial in to 1-712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. We're always looking for questions, comments, thoughts about future topics, as well as um, something you might be struggling with, which we can help you with. With that being said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call this Monday morning. And when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's a really good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals. Making sure to stay hydrated. The current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh, and then If you're exercising heavily or if you're in a very humid area, you'll need to increase that because if you're exercising heavily, you could be losing up to a quart of body moisture in an hour, and you do need to replenish that so that your body does not get dehydrated. Many times if you think you're hungry, it really means that you're thirsty because that's how thirst many times shows up when you're first, um, when it first shows up. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week, so that's a minimum of 150 minutes weekly. And you can chunk that up into 10-minute chunks, 15-minute chunks, or do 30 minutes all at one go. It just all depends on uh, what works best in your lifestyle. Choose something that you really enjoy doing because this is a habit you do not want to get out of um, and you want to have it for the rest of your life. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and it will give you fiber. Guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, you should be getting about 32 grams of fiber daily to keep your body systems functioning appropriately and to make sure that um, and to, to ward off any some potential health problems. Let's see, what else? Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night is also highly recommended. Um, If you're not in that zone, start with going to bed 15 minutes earlier for a few days until your body adjusts to it, and then another 15 minutes until you're where you're getting good quality sleep. The better quality sleep you get, the better decisions you can make. Your body does a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping, which is why it's really important to get that good quality sleep. And you can actually, it clears out um, toxins out of your body. It does a whole bunch of fun things, helps store memories. And so it's really good to get that good quality sleep. 
Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you're not able to do that, do take it with your meals because then it'll still work. It's just not quite as effective as it would have been if you'd been able to take it ahead of time. With that being said, since I'm always looking for information to share with you that will help support our Tier 90 lifestyle, I am sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews, and even though this book was published in 2006, a lot of the information is based on scientific studies, and some of those are the same studies that the TR90 um, scientists, when they put the TR90 program together, they actually use some of these same studies, and that's, this kind of gives you the underlying reason why we need to include various things into our diet. And as I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with a huge interest in health and nutrition as well as um, exercise. And today's topic for today is all about onions and why you should be including them in your diet because they are what Dr. Pratt calls an, a superfood. Onions are, are a source of selenium, fructans, which incli- including inulin, vitamin E, vitamin C, potassium, diallyl, sulfide, saponins, fiber, and polyphenols. Now, the sidekicks to the onions, that means those are those other things you can use in place of onions or have they're out of the onion family, are garlic, scallions, shallots, leeks, and chives. Try to eat these multiple times a week. It's hard to imagine a culinary life without onions, a staple of so many cuisines, onions, lend a unique savory and pungent flavor to an endless variety of dishes, eaten, cooked, and raw, available all year round. Onions are hard to avoid. And once you know about their considerable health benefits, it's difficult to imagine why anyone would want to. The caveat being is if you're allergic to them, then that's a problem. And then... um, You have to work around that. While onions' health-promoting abilities have long been recognized, it's only recently that their considerable curative properties or abilities have been conclusively demonstrated and thus their elevation to superfood status. Cultivated for more than 5,000 years, onions are native to Asia and the Middle East. The name onion comes from the Latin word unis, meaning one or single. And it refers to the fact that onions, unlike their close relative garlic, have only one bulb. Onions are a major source of two phytonutrients that play a significant role in health promotion. Flavonoids and a mixture of more than 50 sulfur-containing compounds. The two flavonoid subgroups found in onions are the anthocyanins that impart a rich red-purple color and to some varieties, and the flavonoids such as quercetin and other der- derivatives that, the, that are responsible for the yellow flesh and the brown skins of many of the varieties. 
In general, the phytonutrients in onions and other fruits and vegetables are concentrated in the skin and the outermost portions of the flesh. We now know that that health-promoting compounds in onions, like those in garlic, are separated by cell walls. Slicing the onion ruptures these walls and releases the compounds, which then combine to form a powerful new compound, theopropanol sulfoside. In addition to mitigating various diseases, this substance also gives cut onions its pungent aroma and their ability to make us cry. To get the most health benefits from onions, let them sit for 5 to 10 minutes after cutting and before cooking. Heat will deactivate the theopropanol sulfur oxide and you will want to give it time to fully develop to become concentrated before heating. While chopping onions may make you cry, their considerable cardiovascular benefits should bring a smile through your tears. As with garlic, onion consumption has been shown to lower high cholesterol levels and high blood pressure. Onions along with tea, apples, and broccoli, the richest dietary sources of flavonoids, have been shown to reduce the risk of heart disease by 20% in one recent meta-analysis that reviewed the dietary patterns and health of more than 100,000 individuals. Regular consumption of onions has also been associated with a reduced risk of colon cancer. It is believed that the quercetin in onions is the protective factor since it's been shown to stop the growth of tumors in animals and to protect colon cells from negative effects of some cancer-promoting substances. There's also evidence that onions may lower the risk of cancers of the brain, esophagus, lung, and stomach. Onions contain several anti-inflammatory compounds that contribute to reducing the symptoms associated with a host of inflammatory conditions like osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. The allergic inflammatory response of asthma and the respiratory congestion that is the symptom of the common cold. Onions and garlic both contain compounds that exhibit the enzymes or inhibit the enzymes that generate inflammatory prostaglastins and thromboxanes. Both vitamin C and quercetin contribute to this beneficial effect. They work synergistically to spell relief from inflammation, making both onions and garlic good choices as ingredients in many dishes during the cold and flu season. Onions also in, exhibit antimicrobial activity against a range of bacteria and fungi. Onions and their cousins, the shallots and green onions or scallions, are widely available all year. Choose onions that are clean and firm with no soft or moldy spots. Avoid sprouting onions or ones with any dampness. When choosing scallions, look for the ones having green, fresh-looking tops with a whitish base. Avoid any that look wilted, brown, or yellow at the tips. Onions and potatoes, while delicious combined in foods, are not storage friends. 
The moisture and ethane gas from the spuds will cause the onions to spoil more quickly. Keep them separate. Onions should be kept in a well-ventilated dark space. Scallions should be stored in a perforated plastic bag in the refrigerator. If cutting an onion makes you weep, chill the onion for about an hour or so before chopping to slow the enzyme activity, allowing the chopped onion to come to room temperature and rust after cutting to promote the beneficial enzyme activity before cooking. Onions are welcome additions to almost any cooked dish, including soups, stews, and casseroles. They are a pungent addition to salads. Use red onions for color and uh, polyphenol boost. Grilled or roasted onions are flavorful and sweet. Brush lightly with olive oil before cooking. And from the health promotion standpoint, the most pungent onions and their sidekicks pack the biggest wallop. In one test of the flavonoid content of onions, shallots had six times the amount in the Vidalia onions, the variety with the lowest phenolic content. Shallots also have the most antioxidant activity. Western yellow onions has the, has had the most flavonoids, 11 times the amount, found in Western white onions, the type of the lowest flavonoid content. Americans have been opting for the sweeter onions of late. All types of onions are good additions to your diet, but choose the stronger tasting ones when appropriate to your recipes. And believe it or not, that's all I've... Ooh, no. This is... Ooh, i got to share this recipe. Um, that's all the information on the onions, and I'm going to include the balsamic roasted onions, which is... Um, the recipe for today, you take eight medium onions, you cut them into six inch or six wedges each, a quarter cup of aged balsamic vinegar, a tablespoon of honey, and freshly ground black pepper, and a tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil. So those ingredients are eight medium onions cut into six wedges each, a quarter cup of aged balsamic vinegar, a tablespoon of honey, freshly ground black pepper, I'm guessing that's to taste, one tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil. You put the onion wedges in a bowl of ice water and soak for two hours, about two hours. Drain it in a colander for 10 minutes. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Arrange the onions on an oiled baking sheet. Whisk the vinegar and honey together and season with pepper. Pour over the onions Tossing gently to coat. Drizzle the onions with the olive oil. Cover with foil and bake for 25 minutes uncovered and bake an additional 45 minutes until tender. So I'm going to read those instructions again because it never hurts to have those instructions. Put the onion wedges in a bowl of ice water, soak for about two hours. Drain in the colander for 10 minutes. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Arrange the onions in an oiled baking dish. Whisk the vinegar and honey together and season with pepper. Pour over the onions, tossing gently to coat. Drizzle the onions with olive oil. Cover with foil and bake for 25 minutes. Then uncover and bake for an additional 45 minutes or until tender. And 
since that actually had to do with onions, I wanted to make sure I included it with today's um, topic. With that being said, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live in about four minutes, you will hear one of our wonderful leaders sharing information on how to build a new skin business. I'm going to take us all off mute so that we can say goodbye to each other and I can listen for any thoughts, comments, or questions you may have. And this is Susan Mann for September 26, 2022, signing out. So there we have it. Why we should be including onions into our diet it is really important. <laughs> sounds good. The recipe sounded wonderful. Yeah, I I don't try. I try not to stock too many onions in my house because one of my kids is actually allergic to them. So it's like he smells them and he starts getting sick. So I try to bake my onions elsewhere. <laughs> That's really yes. Well, we have a family friend that's also allergic to onions too, and so you know, I used to make some stuff with onions and some stuff without onions, just to be cognizant that some people are definitely allergic. And he found out he definitely is. <laughs> and I didn't think it was possible, but there it is. Well. For those of you that are, did you find out when he was very young that he was allergic, or did it happen? Um, The interesting thing is, I sent him off on a wilderness (coughs) school camping for about six weeks, and (coughs) he actually found out for himself. The first week, they sent him with onions as part of his backpack food. And he had to cook his own food and eat it. Oh, yeah. And that's when he, and that was when he discovered that he, excuse me, he found out that he couldn't eat onions and couldn't be around them because they made him sick. And so the next week when they would give him his supply of onions, he would trade them for apples or something else that somebody else had so that he would still have the same quantity of food, but at least not the onions. Then we're going to make him sick. So, and you know, it's just one of those things. My youngest sister's actually allergic to sulfur compounds, so you know, she she kind of limits what she has that direction as well. Well, I'm allergic to sulfur too, so I I know that one. <laughs> yeah, she's she's had a couple of scares where. The doctors didn't believe her, and they gave her sulfur medicine when she was in the oh. emergency room. She says, and she went home, and then she came right back. She says, "This has sulfur in it. I can't have this, and it's making me sick." And it's, we've had a couple of close scares about that because the doctors yeah. didn't believe what the file said. So, oh boy, she's been, she's yeah. very hyper aware of that now. So, and is very adamant that they give her the right stuff and not the wrong stuff. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, happy fall, everyone, because we did move into that as of last week since we just passed the fall equinox. And I I will be back tomorrow, and I'll probably be sharing some more recipes with you about some other superfoods. 
probably about five or six different recipes tomorrow. So we will see what we will see. Have a great day. I will. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.